And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as as always, (laughs) Tina. How you doing, Tina? Hanging in there, Rob. How you doing? Oh, pleasantly good for today. Us, you know, it was hot. (laughs) It is hot. It's a good thing, though, the nights are cooling down. It's not so bad. Yeah. It's it's been really, really cold in the morning. I mean, I shouldn't say really cold. Pleasant in the morning. So when I when I walk my dog, it's like it's like fifty five degrees or fifty six degrees. It's mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, um, I find myself in the morning getting the blanket and putting it on where I don't normally sleep with it. So yeah, it's I, definitely yeah. getting cold. I've been like I'm really weird in the summertime. I sleep on top of the bed. Like I sleep with no covers. I just sleep literally on top of the bed. So I mm-hmm. found myself under the comforter a couple of nights, but. I get it. It's going to be coming to where there's there's no uh, sleeping no, outside of the blankets. Yeah, and no open window because I still have oh. the window all the way. Oh, well, not all the way open, but open. I'll still night. do that. I'll crack it. I have to have some some air come in, but I I mean in the winter time I can't have the whole damn thing open. I'll be like <laughs> freezing. I get so, you. So um, <clears throat> you'd like to have a little update? Let's talk about uh, the show from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a show about my friend who had terminal cancer. And a lot of you reached out to me that are listeners and asked for like an update. Um, he passed away a week ago today. Uh, he had his family with him. Uh, my brother's doing well for what's going on. And everybody's really doing good, sticking together and making sure each other's all right. So we're getting along, and I, I was able to go and see him. I saw him um, three or four different times and just tried to be there and didn't cry and held it together. I think I just needed that um, when, I, when it just happened on the air, but um, I think I needed that to let the steam out so that I could do what I needed to do, and I was there, and I did get to see him. So Yeah, it's good. Yeah, <sighs> we talked yeah. about it that day. It, it- you knew what you had to do. It was just a matter of getting over the hill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, unfortunately, we, as we get older, this is going to happen way more often. Yeah. Um, hopefully none in the next, you know, year or two. I would like a little I'd take a down. solid 10. We could go a solid oh, 10 I'd without losing solid, anybody close. I would I, I'd take a solid 10. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case. You know. Um, Mostly because my parents are getting older. So that's... We're all getting older. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But besides that, I'm glad uh, you got to see them and and got to say goodbye and that kind of fun stuff. Me too. And thank you, everybody that reached out. I I really appreciate it. Yes, that's that's a good sign that that people are uh, checking in with you Mm -hmm. because it was a... uh, off the beach show that we ended up doing that was not going to be that. And you know me, I always have a way of nudging you a little bit to <laughs> maybe make do everything you do, I don't want to do. Maybe do a show that, that you don't want to talk about or, uh, you know, it's personal stuff that just kind of needs to come out. So I think it's it important, did. at least for me, uh, when I'm ready to talk, I 
this is a good outlet for me. So, well, I wasn't ready, but I guess my body was ready because it was coming mm -hmm. whether I wanted to or not. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, this week, you know, we, we were talking, throwing around a few different things and you threw one out and I was like, Oh, let's do that one. Because these days it's a, it's a big, 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 big thing. Yes. We're going to talk about getting offended. Yes. And how, how people just get offended over everything. You can't say anything now if without being pointed out, cursed at, canceled, uh, whatever other word you can think of, of being just blasted by someone. Right. And it's, and it's getting to the point where you can't say anything. And I mean that on like the highest level. No, I get you. You, you bring up politics, you bring up, uh, gender, sexuality. You, you can't make jokes about anything. I mean, anything. I, I, the people at my work, we make jokes that thankfully don't leave the walls because we say things at my work. That's like, Oh man, there's a guy that sits next to me that daily I go, dude, you gotta chill out because somebody at some point is going to say something. And, and again, I think it's probably the age of what we're at, mm -hmm. but I think in general people get offended. Like, I think it's the way we were raised too. We, we were raised like suck it up and you know, let's move on. Not, do you want a trophy? Cause you went to a practice. Like mm -hmm. we had a different way of dealing with things. If, if people didn't like what the other one said, they just didn't stick around. They didn't go around that person. They didn't go, Oh, I'm offended and make themselves a victim. Correct. Yeah. You just stop talking to people. Yeah. Or until somebody said something, but even then it was different. It was just like, I think we would just had a harder shell. Like, mm -hmm. You, you might get offended, but someone else would just be like, suck it up. Like, don't be, you know, all right. So I said it, get over it. Let's go. Um, yeah. I think also comedy, like comedy was different. Um, there was way more subjects that you could make jokes about. Like there isn't comedy movies anymore. Like, can you name the last comedy movie? Like, really? Like I can't. That You're asking and, the wrong person though for that. Right. But like, let's just in general, like we were, uh, I heard somebody talking about it. I think I might've been listening to another podcast. Um, I listened to two bears, one cave, which is, uh, these two comedians and they, they talk about stuff and they, they were talking about it too. And he goes, you know, what, what do you think was the last good comedy movie? And he was like the hangover. And I was like the hangover. That shit was like 10 years ago. And, and, and it was offensive, but it was funny because things, sometimes offensive shit is funny and you have to, you know, overlook that. Yeah. Are they shitting on somebody? Of course. That's part of comedy. I thought knocked up was pretty good too. Oh, knocked up uh, was good. But I think that they also said a bunch of things that were completely racist and they got away with it. But I don't mm -hmm. even know how old that movie is. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, Many years. Uh, let's see. Knocked up 2007. Okay. So 
15 years ago. <laughs> 15 years ago. Hell. Let's see about the hangover. Cause that one, I want to say was 10, but I could be wrong. Oh no. 2009. So again, 13 years. Yeah. And I mean, yes, there are a few th- things I think you could throw in there. Like, I don't know if you've seen Deadpool, but there's, there's some things I in love Deadpool. Deadpool. You look at Deadpool and there's some things in there that even you kind of have to go, Oh, like, Whoa, like, and I'm sure someone got offended, but like, I think with that, you just have to not care. It's mm-hmm. like comedians. Like I'm a big stand up comedy guy. And you, you look at like Dave Chappelle who got in trouble for all the trans stuff, but it's true. And I think that's the problem. Like people don't want to hear that shit. Like when he starts talking, I don't know if you've ever seen the bit where he talks about all the LGBTQ whatever is in a car together and, and they all don't like each other. And they, and he says kind of why they don't. Cause he's like, look, my gay friends have told me and my gay friends have told me the same thing. Like the, if you see the bit, it's very much true that they're, they're all kind of their own thing, even though they try to be one group, but he got, he caught a bunch of shit for it and they tried to cancel him and you know, Netflix took one on the chin and blah, blah, blah. But they were like, look, we're going to back him. And that's just the way it is. And look, everyone can't, everyone can't be the same. Like, there has to be comedy for some people. Like, I like dark comedy. The darker the comedy, the better it is. Like, Anthony Jeselnik. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. And if you I'm haven't. I'm going to be bad on all of these, to be honest with you. I'm, do, you do you have Netflix? Yeah, but I don't watch TV. Oh, no. I'm going to send you <laughs> Anthony Jeselnik. And you just have to sit through the hour. He does an hour of stand-up. He does dark, dark shit. I mean, things where he'll he'll do a joke and the crowd won't laugh because it's like they're uncomfortable. It's that bad? <laughs> it's that uncomfortable. Or there'll be like three people laughing and he'll and then he'll even make a joke on that. Like, see, some people get it. So what do you think the reason is that it changed so much? I, I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking the same thing where. I don't I think maybe just the this last generation, you know, everything started changing again, word wise, like you can't can't make fun of like there was movies that made fun of gay people, but in a good way, mm-hmm. like you look at like the birdcage. The birdcage with Robin Williams was brilliant. Yeah, no one complained. But he was very stereotypical for what was stereotypical at the time. Sure. But don't you think stereotypes are real? They, they come from reality. They absolutely do. <laughs> of course. You, anytime that you see uh, a metalhead in a, in a movie, it's the most stereotypical long-haired stoner, stoner long-haired com- uh, yeah. concert t-shirts. And Doc Jeep. Martens. Doc Martens, or if you want to go like our era, it was more like Vans. Or Vans, yeah. Vans. Yeah, if it's... And, and it's even today, like you mm-hmm. see a movie about a, a, a metalhead, it's exactly the same as it was in the eighties when we were kids. Yeah. And, and yes, that there's a reason because there are a lot of long haired stoner dudes that go to metal shows. Mm-hmm. So the stereotype is, is very much real. Um, and I think that goes along 
that goes along every single thing that's stereotyped. It might not be the majority of that subculture or race or whatever, but there's definitely a little bit in that. And people inside that race will tell you the exact same thing. And it's all races. I, I was on the phone with somebody the other day who was slamming white people, and I had to stop and say, wait a minute, you realize you're talking to a white person. Like, yeah. I just want this to be known because you're talking about racism and how you're on the wrong side of it, and here you're dogging me out to my face, and I'm supposed to say, okay? Like, right. no, we're not doing that. If you want it a certain way, I do too. If we're going to talk, let's talk having the same respect and rules. Mm -hmm. And I got hung up on. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. That, that, guess that's, what? To me, that's not I didn't care either. <laughs> I didn't, but I mean, I didn't get offended. I thought it was funny. I was like, whoa, somebody needs to go and take a time out. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in a, I'm in a, a text message, a group text with two of my really, really, really good friends. Mm -hmm. There's me, who's the white guy. Then there's uh, my best friend, who's Hispanic. And then probably one of my other best friends, who's a black guy. We say shit in that that would get all of us canceled. Mm -hmm. And I mean, life heavily <laughs> life canceled. And if someone picked up my phone and didn't know the context or the people that I, who they are, They'd say I was a horrible, racist human being. Mm -hmm. But the things they say to me <laughs> is just as horribly bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we know it's coming. Mm -hmm. So and, and we do it through like memes and lots of other horrible, horrible things. I'm on a couple of those, too. And the worst insults they could come up with seem to be what they find the funniest. And yeah. there is no, there is no holding back. I mean, their favorite things to talk about are moms and not in a good way. <laughs> the things they say are just, I mean, I literally will send the little girl emoji who's holding, like she's got her hand, oh, yeah. got to her her hand forehead on her head because mm -hmm. she can't believe what the hell they're putting mm -hmm. on it. But because I'm a part of this, I have to be able to deal with it. You know, yeah. that's part and of the. But you know what like, everybody's doing, too. I know within this text thread that there is no rules. Yes. And I mean zero rules. There's no like, oh, you probably shouldn't say that. And and I've gotten in trouble inside that. <laughs> and and I had to kind of go, are you fucking kidding me? And then I would scroll back and I'd send a screenshot of theirs. And I'd go, you said this. Like, oh, yeah. See, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, we know that whatever's said in here is a haha. -ha. It's it's a joke. And and it, and again, if you did get really offended, we we cut it off quickly. Like we go, yeah. oh, OK. And too far. And it and I don't think it's ever gotten to that. But it has been like, oh, come on, dude. And I was like, look, dude, that shit's funny. Like, I don't care. Like. You know, you you kind of have to defend your jokes sometimes, but. And, and, uh, my black friend, he sends shit that's borderline, like both me and the other guy go, oh, wow. Like that was fucking brutal. 
but I even I, said yesterday, you went there. Wow. Like thinking that mm-hmm. that would calm the discussion Mm-mm. back. It, it didn't. So no, it makes it worse. I was like, okay, if you could talk like that, why can't I? Because mm-hmm. I'm white. That doesn't seem right. No. And, but, but. and then he said something and I said, and I'm not completely white. You know, I'm native. Like I'm not saying that I'm, I don't, he started talking about reparations and I brought up being native and thinking, you know, mm-hmm. all you guys could get off the land if we want to go back like that. Hey, hey we stole it fair and square. And right. And it went from bad to worse. And I was like, you know, I got to go. I just can't. And I don't know how you sucked me into this, but this whole conversation was bullshit. I'll talk to you later. And I hung up. <laughs> I, I've said things like that too. Like, how'd you what? suck me into this? Cause I don't, ever get sucked into stuff like that you know i don't i'm like no, eh, i don't no, have time for that shut you're up you're good you're good at getting away with that uh, we we rope on each other but like i've said things i'm sure that they probably weren't happy with but like i said we we all know there's no rules so mm-hmm. like you have to you either play by rules or you don't and i think absolutely again i know in a public setting where, not to say stupid shit where the line is Mm-hmm. And my line is still very far. It is. <laughs> I, I say it shit is. that offends people. It that, is. And, and I don't care. And I think that, that that's just, there's a great comedian. Um, he was talking about being offended one time. He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, be offended. That's the best part. It's okay to be yeah. offended. If you're offended, you know, suck it up. If not, don't watch it or don't listen to it or don't do this. There's Stay plenty home. of people, plenty of things I don't like. I don't listen to them. Or I don't watch them. Well, that's why I don't watch TV. I mean, let's face it. I I was a big TV watcher. I always had the TV on. I, I don't do that anymore. Just, it was too, I was offended. Yeah. <laughs> and it was too much. And I had to cut it off. But yeah. I didn't say and, victimized. And again, I just, just turn off I'll the TV. Something do something different, you know. That I your life. find that I like. Everything's not for everyone. Like, um, there was a movie that just came out um, in the theater. It was called Bros. I don't know if you saw uh, any trailers for it. Well, it was a gay rom-com. And it did horribly Mm. shitty in the theater. I do. Horrible. Horrible. And one of the stars, who's a comedian, came out and, like, blasted straight people for not going to see it. And and so I had a friend of mine who was like, yeah, you know, I was like, what'd you expect? I mean, that's just reality that there's a very large percentage of this country who isn't going to go see that. It's not ready for that. Yeah, they're not ready for that sort of thought. Exactly. So to when you when you make your movie for three percent of the country. And I'm just talking about just purely that. And obviously you're going to have allies and people that are okay with it within the spectrum. But, but it did horrible. And, and, but they probably did okay for what it cost to, to, you know, in the, in the long run. I don't know if it's going to break even, but that was one of the things where people were like, oh, you know, he goes, you know, if the straight people would have came out and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, again, people who are offended, 
there's people who won't go see that movie just because they're offended at the idea. So, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it just goes to show you that it's both sides. It's every side. Everyone can get offended. But yeah, the, to me, it's like, make it. Make it. If it does well, great. But don't blame, don't blame society. It's, you're going to have that on every out. side. You're right. And, and you know, I don't, I don't think that it's going to stay like that for very long. Soon enough, people will be able to see it and listen to it and, and enjoy other movies that'll be like that. Anything when it's kind of groundbreaking like that, it takes a minute for people to catch up to it. Mm-hmm. So it, it is going to be part of our future. It is going to be something that's more commonplace for sure. But it has to go with people's ability to accept it. For sure. And, and I think that's with, again, with a lot of things. It's like podcasts. I remember when, a pod, when podcasts were first mm-hmm. coming out, and I giggled. I was like, who in the hell would listen to one of these things? That's what I said, too. Yeah, so it's, it's quite bizarre to think that, and I think the real podcast started in like 2004 or 5 is like when they really kind of started getting rolling. So, you know, it, it, it takes time, mm-hmm. like anything. But to be offended, but to be offended inside that. Getting it off the ground is too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But again, like you're, you're, no matter what we do on here, we're going to offend somebody. No matter what. I mean, unless we were talking about. No, everything. I was going to say how to cook, how to cook. We defend somebody. You know. I, even in my own family, I offend people just for being who I am. I didn't even have to say anything and and I've pissed somebody off. So it, it's no surprise to me that we're going to be offending people. I've heard that, you know, your cussing offends people. I've heard that, Mm -hmm. um, me getting super emotional made people cry. You know, there's always something that comes out of what we do. It's just the way it is. For sure, because we can't please everyone. And I think once you understand mm-hmm. that you can't, everything gets better. At least for me, it does. Because I see it as, look, you're either going to listen because you don't like us. You want to hear what we're going to say next. Or you're going to listen to us because you love what we say because we're there's no filter. It's just us talking about whatever it is we're going to talk about. And I think that that's kind of the big thing where mm-hmm. it's okay to, to, I don't try to be offensive purposely. No, I don't think either of us do. No, I think it's, it's a byproduct of just who we are of saying something that will say something off the, off the top of our head. And then you may, you may later on go, Ooh, man, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And I really do pay attention to what I say so that it doesn't get too far off the charts. So at some point, I'm sure that's going to change as well. Yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty, you've been very good with it. I, being married to the person that I was married to, I learned how to 
squeak by without offending people best I could until I was just being me, but also to learn how to say things so that it was more the ability to spoon feed what I had to say to these people so that I didn't have to offend them. I learned mm -hmm. how to kind of sugarcoat it a little bit. But that wasn't me. That was my ex teaching me how to be more of a politician, which I really think he should have been one. He could tell you anything you wanted to hear and never answer you. Crazy. I don't know how he did that. Right. I tell him that stuff. I'm like, you just like had a whole conversation with this person and never addressed the question. How the hell did you do that? And he's like, but I did. I'm like, no, this was the question. Did you say anything about that? And then he'd laugh because I caught him. Yes, he'd he'd walk around subjects. He'd skate like he was in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that is a very politician thing to do. Isn't it, though? I used to say, God, you're such a politician. Yeah, say 20 things that, that didn't have anything else to do with the question. I'd say, you're not addressing the country, you're talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a gift. He taught me how to do it a little bit, so. Yeah, and I think, look... Again, we all have to be politicians sometimes because we're in front of family or bosses or, you know, whatever that is. And like I said, I mean, I do my best to not overly jump out to offend people, but I do not have a filter sometimes. And and I'm sure that there's been people mm -hmm. who left places that I've been at and they were like, you know, I, I'm most people either really like me or really don't. There's really not a lot of gray. I get that. I'm an acquired taste also. <laughs> yeah, I'm like dark chocolate. I don't like dark chocolate. Yeah, but see, most people don't. But the people who do really like it. You're right. So it's one of those You're things right. where... And, and this is what I like to tell people about dark chocolate and me. I'm like, most people, you know, dark chocolate either is people really love it or really don't like it. But at the end of the day, having one piece a day is actually good, is healthy for you. That's what they say. Yeah. So listening to me Whatever once a day is. is good for you. Right? So they say. I agree with that. I'm uh, there's quite a few women that I think would totally disagree with that statement. Mm. I don't know. I, you know, for me, it seems like everywhere you go, you're offending somebody. You can't walk down the street. You can't say the name of a song with like everything is turned into something where people are getting offended. But to me, I keep going back to why do you want to be offended? Why do you want to be a victim? Because that's what I see people that are offended. You're, why are you being a victim? Like, what, what can't you hear right now? This is just me being honest with you. You can't handle that? Right. I also think, too, like, how many people, real people, are offended? 
I think there's a Twitter mob that definitely is out there and they have, it's a small amount of people with a big ass voice. I think most people I know, most don't get offended that they're, they're the, we're all the outliers. Like you couldn't wear a, you can't, you can't even wear a shirt without offending anybody on either side. Yeah, I get that. Or or a red hat. You wear a red hat that says something on it, people want to kill you. It's like, fuck. Right. Really? I just think it's a we're we're in it we're in a very dangerous time. I think it's gonna die probably with our generation because everyone after us is gonna be offended. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Uh, people think it's going to die with my with our parents. Well, generation. I'm glad it's going to be after our generation because I wouldn't want to live in a world where everybody's offended, everybody's a victim, everybody's got something they got to get over, has a label. I I'm so tired of the damn labels. It it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, and I'm not even offended. I'm just tired of trying to figure out how to make everybody freaking happy when I don't give a shit. To be honest with you. I, I think that's it. That's the only way to do it. And, and you're mm-hmm. going to piss people off and that's just the reality. Like I live within whatever I believe. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and you're going to get pissy, eh, whatever, like, sorry, move on. This is the way it is. Just don't live in my world. I don't live in yours. So I'm not telling you how to live. You know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Even have you noticed even in driving, if you get in somebody else, not cut them off. If you just get in front of somebody else, they're flipping you off. They're they're going past you like an idiot. They're acting like you wronged them, like you almost caused an accident or something. That's going on all the time in my world, like just me driving to and from work. And, and I'm like, do you need to be first? Is that what your problem is? Because you need to put a crown on the top of your car so I know to get the <laughs> fuck out of your way. <laughs> you know, I'm not above, like, not pulling over. I don't care. Like, don't just act like a fool and, and then go around me and try to cut me off and then slam on your brakes because I got ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Go faster if it's that big of a problem. Well, and, and again, I think that the, the offended part, it's, it's up to you to, to not be offended. And, and again, switch mm-hmm. it. If, if you don't like the person, don't be around them. If you don't like the show or the radio or the song or the band or the podcast or this, you don't have to listen. I think. But why not just get used to it? Why not just deal with tolerance? Why does it have to be this whole situation where nobody could handle what is going on if they don't agree with it? Like, you have to tolerate things to live amongst each other. I don't see anybody having any tolerance. No. And I think a lot of the people who preach that are the ones who are always offended. People who preach like, well, I just preached it, but I don't normally get offended. I think stuff is funny. 
No, and I'm and I'm well. So do I. I think things are ultimately funny. But see, I can find uh, I'm like I said, dark humor, or I can find humor in death as long as it's funny. You have to. Mm-hmm. I told you the story about us making fun of my mom's hair while she's laying in the casket. That took the steam off our, you know, off the situation that calmed us down. It made us go to a place where we could deal with things. I don't see why that was a problem. I don't either, but uh, like I said, I, I don't get, I don't get offended or I don't, I see, I try to see through everyone's lenses. So yeah, that probably was funny for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now it would, it was everyone going to see it that way. No, but they weren't supposed to live that reality of yours at the time. Right. And they didn't the whole time my mom was alive. That was my brother and I. So when we started laughing, that was a moment because we knew where my mom would be with the whole situation. You know, it was like, (laughs) check her out. She had, you know, and, and part of it, to be honest with you was like, good because she put us through a lot before she died too. And again, let's just laugh about it because it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Yes. I I think that that's the bigger thing is, is live within your own moment. And again, if, if you find something funny, um, let it, it's still funny. Yeah. And, and if you don't find it, it have to be a big freaking deal. Right. And if you don't find it funny, stay away from it. Don't continue to go back into that hole. It's like, you know, it's the um, uh, hammering a nail into the wall theory, right? If you put the, the hammer and you hit your finger, you go, oh, fuck, that hurt. And if you do it again, it's still going to hurt. But if you do it 20 times, that's on you. Like, you know, you know, it hurts. Don't keep going back to the well. Why are you doing it? Yeah, it mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. It's. Like I was, I, I went out um, and had a drink with a friend of mine and we were, I was talking about um, a comedian named Tom Segura and he does this bit where he talks about the love of animals and the love of children and how people who don't have kids are like, like you'll go, oh man, I love my kid, blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, oh yeah, yeah, I totally understand. And he goes, no, you don't. You have a dog. It's different. And he goes, no, 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 I really, I, I get it. He goes, no, here's the difference. If my dog hurt my kid, he goes, without a doubt. And, and in two seconds, I would drown that dog. And, and, and like, she was like, oh, that's not funny. I said, no, it's utterly funny. Because here's the thing. The joke's not about killing the dog. The joke is about the love of your kid or the love of an animal. And that the love of your kid is above all else that yeah, if my dog hurt my kid, I'd drown that dog too because that's just the reality of it. Right. So, um, so, but she was like, she kind of got offended by it. And I was like, I said, you're, you're, you're looking too much on the surface of the joke. The joke is deeper than that. And, you, and I think that us as people need to look a little deeper of, you know, or maybe not as deep sometimes and see, that it's just 
an outlier of being funny. Like I'm, I'm if I hear a joke mm-hmm. about uh, what the hell's uh, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. If I hear a joke Caitlin? about that situation, I giggle, but it doesn't mean that I, you know, hate trans people. I just find it funny. Ricky Gervais had one of the greatest jokes yeah. ever. He said, oh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, became a woman, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, thank goodness that he, that she's keeping up the stereotype of not being able to drive because, you know, she got in an accident and killed somebody. Great joke. Oh. But it was a great joke. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. It was an accident over on PCH. But... Like to me, he, he he hit two jokes with one, at one time. He hit the women can't drive, and he hit that now that he's a woman. Perfect. I guarantee you, Twitter mm-hmm. went fucking ape shit. I bet you uh, the night of that joke, there was a bazillion tweets over how horrible and transphobic he was. But to me. I think he's just saying a joke. You know what I mean? It's just normal making fun of normal stuff. Like how many years has, have people been saying women can't drive or women saying men can't drive for as long as I remember, I've been hearing the same exact things. Exactly. So do we need to get offended now? Well, no. And I guarantee you, if you watch a female comedian, she's going to shit on guys all day because that's, she has that in her repertoire of making fun of things. And I've watched plenty of female comedians that have said things that I didn't think they were funny, but I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't get upset Mm -hmm. and start tweeting that night. Like, I can't believe that she said that. Well, I know that a lot of men won't even listen to female comedians because they say all they talk about are relationships and how men are stupid. Well, yeah, but that's what they know. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're dealing with. Yeah. And that's you, you talk about what your day-to-day stuff is. Mm-hmm. Or what you find funny. And mm-hmm. look, uh, that good, you know, any comedian should be able to talk about any subject, you know. But yes, I think women, there was this one comedian, I forgot what her name was. I just saw it the other day, but she talked about like this, her whole bit was on how she had to go to therapy. And it was a super good hour and she talks about like when she started getting her cocktail of drugs that the doctor gave her and how she all, all of a sudden started getting better and blah 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 and and it was a great set and it was and it was a good shock i think in awe of her being able to say hey like i'm not okay I'm like it's okay it's okay to not be okay but she but she still made had jokes within that not being okay <coughs> and i think that that's right. that's good you know what i mean so but i guarantee she offended somebody but you can't you can't just cancel I'm away sure. things i think that's the other thing like all these people who want to cancel away people for being offended or cancel away things for being offended. You're going to get to a point where it's just a sterile environment. And if you think everything's going to be okay because you canceled everything away, 
there's just going to be something new to be offended at. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. And the, the sooner we get to the place of saying, just take it on the chin, yeah, you'll be all right, we'll be better. But, I mean, maybe that's just the... I don't know where it starts, though. How do we, how do we fix that? You know, my, my kid, totally different sense of humor. Dark, sick sense of humor. Like, my son would no, send me Holocaust memes. <laughs> that's serious. Not, <laughs> uh, that's not something you should want to stay on, <laughs> stay on the air. No, but, but again, oh, no. th- within the context of that, there was humor in it. You know, and, and, I, and again, I'm sure someone's mm-hmm. going to get offended that I said, oh, the Holocaust was funny. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, that you can find funny things within everything. And, um, mm-hmm. in the sick and twisted for sure. Yeah. The stuff that and, you shouldn't say, you could definitely mm-hmm. find humor in it. That's how we deal with it. That is, that's a coping mechanism. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to send you that Jesselnick special that he, he has a, a joke in it where he goes, he goes, uh, and, he, and when he talks, he's real monotone, like everything's real. And he goes, Hey, uh, last two years I've, uh, tried to find my girlfriend's killer. Yeah. I still haven't found one yet. <laughs> it's a great joke. Like the whole, oh, no. not, not, he's, he's still trying to find the hitman. Great joke. And, and, yeah, and I'm I telling you how he delivers it, it. I'll send it to you. It, he's very monotone in his jokes, but like the whole set is exactly like that. It's just, you know, 75 one liners that are just like zingers. And every time he hits you, he hits you harder. It's like getting hit in the nuts. And the first one you're like, Ooh man. And then the next one he comes like double fisted both and he hits you in both and and the rest of the night you're just like (laughs) dude like it's but i guarantee you if you got some little snowflake and sat them down to watch that special they would fucking lose their mind just do they really or are they just doing that out in public when people are doing something they don't like? I wonder, are you really like that? that? Does all those things really bother you? Or are you just like being an asshole? I, I, I would wonder too. I wonder that all the time. Um, that part of mm-hmm. that, uh, two bears, one cave podcast that I listen to. It's really funny. And I think you'd probably get a kick out of it. Cause it's two comedians that just talk shit all the time. But one of them, they both have kids, but one has older kids. And his name is Bert Kreischer. He's really funny. He's, he starts talking about his daughter. Like he, one of his daughters is like super woke, like super duper woke. Like, you know, the color blue offends her for some fucking reason. And he's talking about, mm. you know, and he's a comedian who's pretty offensive. And she doesn't want to be known as his daughter, blah, blah, blah. Well, he took her to go see this other comic who's kind of an offensive comic. And that says really anti woke shit. Like, 
He's super Republican and, and, but he has a way of delivering. And he goes, I took my daughter to see it. And he goes, I thought she was going to be like, just worked up over it. And he goes, I look over and she's laughing. And, and to the point where she was kind of like, you know, don't tell anybody I was laughing at this. It's like, well, it's okay mm-hmm. to laugh at it. Cause it's funny. Like it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It's okay. Yeah. And, and it, it's not the end of the world. It's they're jokes, jokes. And I, and I agree with that. And, and hopefully you need to stop worrying so much about getting hurt. Yeah. And, and I think we should, we need to worry more about life and enjoying it while you are here. I yeah. agree with that because it is short. <laughs> it, it is. Well, oh, it, oh, I saw another comedian, the same guy from that show. He said something to, they were talking about certain things and he goes, because I'm sick of people saying life's too short. He goes, fuck that. Life's too long. He goes, why can't we just like live a really good life until 50 and check out? And I was like, and here I'm going, holy shit, I'm 50. Like slow down. But I do understand where he was coming from. Sometimes you do feel life is like really long and it's like, you know, uh, I haven't felt like that since I was in grammar school. I've always filled my life with so many things that, yeah, that I didn't have a chance to think of anything as long because I was always busy doing the next thing or whatever came Mm -hmm. after the last thing I did. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think life is short. Um, High school was just a second ago. (laughs) So I don't know. I think, uh, I think we all need to uh, not be as offended and not be as ass hurt over everything. Yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. But But I get it. Yeah, because it's nonsense. I think we just need to look at the reality of the world and and, you know, do your best to to get up in the day and and do your shit and come home and enjoy it and try, try not to be offended because if being offended just takes more life out of you. Got to try to find the happy in life. I think that's the whole point to it. If you're, if you're constantly looking at being a victim, you will always be one. Mm-hmm. If you're always looking for the the brighter side of things, you'll find that too. You, you get what you're asking for. So if you quit being offended and you quit feeling like you're being victimized, then you won't be. Correct. We all, we all need a good laugh. Yeah. Just. Amen. You scared me. You <laughs> <laughs> scared me. Well, we're at that time. That, this is a quickie. And sometimes quickies are Yay. good. I'm all about it because I got stuff to do. Yeah. That they are. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you can hear this show on Apple and Spotify and Amazon and Google and iHeartRadio. And you can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, sometimes Twitter. And uh, hopefully soon if I can talk Tina into doing YouTube a little more, maybe you'll see us on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything else? 
I'll bite the bullet and do it. Just tell me when. Okay. I'll make sure to have my makeup on. Yes, please. And my hair did. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, have a good week. And uh, you guys share, follow, subscribe, whatever the heck they tell you to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, let your friends know about us so we can keep going. Yes, we're like seven, sh seven states short of 50. I thought it was five now. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I, maybe. I think it's five. All right. Yeah. Well, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Have a good time. Don't be offended. And uh, we'll see you in uh, seven days from now. Every Wednesday the show comes out. If you have any <laughs> questions, feel free to read the show notes. We have an email. We have all kinds of fun stuff. Until next week. Thank you, Tina. Thanks, Rob. No problem. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.